The Daily 202's Big Idea is sponsored by Cleveland Clinic, ranked number one in the nation in heart care, 24 years in a row, according to U.S. News and World Report. More information is available at clevelandclinic.org slash rankings. Good morning. I'm James Holman from The Washington Post, and this is The Daily 202 for Monday, October 9th. Today's big idea, Donald Trump's escalating feud with Bob Corker captures in miniature why the president has been so ineffective during his first nine months as president. It's unclear what exactly triggered the thin-skinned commander-in-chief to post three tweets attacking Bob Corker, the Republican chairman of the Senate Foreign Relations Committee, on Sunday morning. The most plausible explanation is that he was reacting to a segment on Fox News Sunday. The show aired a soundbite of Corker telling reporters last week that Secretary of State Rex Tillerson, who called the president a, quote, moron, is one of three people in the administration who separates our country from chaos. Regardless of what prompted Trump to pop off, things escalated quickly. Corker, who has felt liberated since announcing his retirement last month, gleefully fired back. He tweeted, quote, It's a shame the White House has become an adult daycare center. Someone obviously missed their shift this morning. Then, fully uncorked, Corker called up a New York Times reporter to say that Trump's reckless threats toward other countries could set the nation, quote, on the path to World War III. Trump's impulse to counterpunch whenever he feels attacked caused him to lose another news cycle and overshadowed an immigration proposal that the White House wants to talk about. We have more on that in a minute. But it also encapsulates a few other bigger themes of the Trump presidency. The president has suggested that he's unserious about passing big legislation. Make no mistake, going after Corker will make it harder for Trump to get his way on tax cuts in the Iran deal. If he sincerely cared about getting big bills done, he wouldn't go to war with Corker, especially when his party has a working majority of just two seats in the Senate. Trump has alienated several Senate Republicans that he needs more than they need him. Corker said yesterday that his concerns about Trump's ability to govern are shared by nearly every Republican in the Senate. Because he's never been in government, Trump doesn't understand how many things, big and small, committee chairmen like Corker can do to thwart a president under the radar. Finally, Trump's tweets also remind us that his credibility is shot. Trump claims that Corker, quote, begged him for his endorsement. Corker says that's not true. Who do you believe? Trump's penchant for twisting the truth on things big and small makes it hard for people to take him at his word in Washington. Remember, he categorically denied James Comey's accounts of their one-on-one conversations, even though the ousted FBI director had written memos about them immediately after they took place. Because Trump always wants the last word, he tweeted about Corker last night for a fourth time. He wrote, quote, Bob Corker gave us the Iran deal, and that's about it. In fact, Corker opposed the Iran deal. He even wrote an August 2015 op-ed for The Washington Post. The headline was, quote, Congress should reject the bad Iran deal. How much credibility does the president have? And that's the big idea. Here are three other headlines that should be on your radar. Number one, the White House on Sunday released a list of hardline immigration demands that threatens to derail a deal to protect DREAMers. The administration's wish list includes the funding of a wall along the U.S.-Mexico border, a crackdown on the influx of Central American miners, and curbs on federal grants to sanctuary cities. Trump has said several times over the past month that he does not expect a DACA deal to include funding for a border wall, emphasizing that the money could be included in separate legislation. But ensuring funding for the wall is the top priority on the list they put out. The demands were quickly denounced by Democratic leaders in Congress who had expected to forge a deal with Trump to protect DACA recipients. The White House priorities, if enacted, could result in the deportation of Dreamer's parents. 
Number two, inspectors general have opened at least five investigations into charter or military flights by Trump cabinet officials, amounting to millions of dollars in federal spending. New examples of questioned expenditures include those of Energy Secretary Rick Perry and Environmental Protection Agency Administrator Scott Pruitt. To deal with the fallout, the White House has imposed a new approval process for charter jet travel by non-national security cabinet members. The protocol will be personally supervised by White House Chief of Staff John Kelly. Number three, Google, for the first time, has uncovered evidence that Russian operatives exploited the company's platforms in an attempt to interfere in the 2016 election. The Silicon Valley giant has found that tens of thousands of dollars were spent on ads by Russian agents who aim to spread disinformation across Google's many products, which include YouTube, as well as advertising related with Google searches, and Gmail. The discovery by Google is significant because the ads do not appear to be from the same Kremlin-affiliated troll farm that bought ads on Facebook. That is a sign that the Russian effort to spread disinformation online may be a much broader problem than Silicon Valley companies have unearthed so far. And that's The Daily 202 for Monday, October 9th. You can read much more at WashingtonPost.com slash Daily 202. Thanks so much for listening. I'll talk to you tomorrow.